0: This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and wow, we had an opportunity here last minute to get, uh, well, I'm still going to call him State Representative Steve Green in the studio, even though he's about to begin campaigning for State Senate. Steve, hello there. How are you? I'm good, Phil. How are you doing? Excellent. Beautiful weather now and all of that. And
1: It's a great day to be out. I'll be yeah. out today in Bemidji talking to a few folks and and uh, kicking off campaign.
0: Absolutely. And of course, obviously, a lot of farmers in your district, they got started late. But it does seem like the crops are popping pretty good now, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I, I do see them coming up. There was a little uh,
1: little hesitation with the farmers on the corn. They were worried it was getting oh. in too late. But the soybeans are going to be good. And so there's moisture in the ground. As long as that keeps up, I think we right. could pull, pull out a pretty good crop.
0: Yeah. It's actually feeling a little dry as we speak here recording on thursday uh, june 9th and uh, everybody's talking about gas prices steve can you help us with that i mean <laughs> oh, i mean it's serious though it,
1: it, it is it is very serious gas uh, and fuel you gas know? and fuel and people are going to be feeling this pinch for a while oh. uh talking to economists now they're they're talking that we don't know if we can even avoid a recession now yeah. hopefully we can but it doesn't look like it there you know where we're, we're our federal leaders, I guess, our president refuses to open up our uh, oil drilling yeah. And so what they're telling me now is it looks like maybe 650 a gallon gas mm. by Labor Day and then few, if diesel will be higher than that. So uh, not only are our folks going to be paying more at the pump, you're gonna be paying more in the stores for yeah. uh, their product because it's going to cost the truckers yeah. over twice as much to get it here.
0: You mean all the delivery vehicles aren't electric yet?
1: Well, I haven't seen too many of those. (laughs) Don't get me started on the electric stuff, Phil. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: It's so interesting because there's been some of these stories of people's experiences renting electric vehicles and it's not good you know it's well, just not good
1: the, it takes a long time to charge them so you have to they're down for a long time when you run the battery furthermore we know this is just a fact we do not have the electrical grid yeah as as it stands even burning uh, coal uh, and our and the few nuclear plants we've allowed we don't have the capability to run these cars. Yeah. It's not possible. Mm. You know, they're they're talking uh, brownouts now in California. Uh, they're saying that if, uh, especially if Governor Walls gets his uh, California car standards here, Ugh. we could be looking at a very very tough winter uh, coming into. Uh, yeah you know, especially February when it's cold. And in California, they, don't, they go without air conditioning in the summertime, and that's really hard. People die. But what do you think it's going to be like in Minnesota at 20 below when electricity goes out?
0: Yeah. You know, and I saw the other day, I I'm, don't mean to put you on the spot, but I think it had to do with the national infrastructure bill that did pass, you know, six months ago or so, $1.2 or $1.5 trillion. Supposedly, Minnesota is getting... 68 million dollars to start building infrastructure for electric charging stations around the state i don't know if that's anything that's come your way yet but i suppose that's what biden and and those guys are going to try to do is throw money at the problem and try to figure it out but like you said if we don't have the generation of the power what good would that do
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got all kinds of outlets in my house, but if electricity doesn't come to them, they're not doing me any good. Bingo. So there you are. And yeah, yes, we are getting stations put around Minnesota with that money. But there again, uh, you're taxing the system. Uh, They're trying to do more and more renewables. Renewables are not economically viable. Even when they work, they're not viable. So the reason you're paying more for your electric bills, just to give you, for instance, my $150 electric bill, is up to over $300, All right? That's just me, and it's just me and my wife. And so um, you start looking at the fact that they're going to try to push more and more of the renewables, that's actually less and less energy. You're paying more for your electricity because you have to subsidize the use of renewable energy.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the bottom line. Uh, Steve Green in the studio. He is kicking off campaign for Senate District 2, And, of course, they redrew the lines a little bit. Give us a little bit of an indication now of where the boundaries are for Senate District 2.
1: Well, we'll start at the top. It's the northwest angle. Okay. Comes down, takes in all of uh, Lake of the Woods County, all of Beltrami County. And then when it gets to the bottom, it spreads out. So uh, from... from, the northwest angle goes down to Callaway, Minnesota, which is about 10 miles north of Detroit Lakes. So
0: that's Monoman County, isn't that's it? That's Becker That's Becker County, County. yeah, oh, okay.
1: And then it goes from that edge of Monoman County over just about to uh, Grand Rapids uh, Okay. in that area. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you've got a little bit of Hubbard County? I've got about nine townships in Hubbard County. How about Clearwater? I've got all of Clearwater. All of Clearwater. All of Manoman, the top, Almost the top half of uh, Becker okay and then pretty pretty good parts of cass and then parts of yeah. itasca
0: okay it's pretty big it's a big area yeah all right so you got uh, a lot to do there and uh, that's what your rest of your summer is going to be and and into the fall and you do have a uh, competitors somewhere uh, you know we won't get into that but uh it's you've never run for senate before
1: no never never had that opportunity
0: yeah it was. I
1: probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the fact it was an open seat.
0: Exactly. So right. I
1: was asked to run name recognition, I guess, and whatever, and hopefully they like me. You yeah. know, I've uh, got a kind of a proven track record that people can look Absolutely. at now and decide whether or not they they think it's good or bad.
0: Because it was Senator Utke, and uh, he, because of redrawing the lines, found himself now in District 5, correct? Right. Yep. And so he's running for Senate in that district. Correct. Okay. Okay. So that's how it goes. And then the two state representatives for District 2 would still be Matt Bliss and Matt Grossel. Correct. All right. So they'll be campaigning as well. Well, uh, back up a little bit. The session ended not all that long ago, and there was this big tussle of whether there would be a special legislative session because the, the big daddy of bills didn't get passed. You know, this $8 billion package of uh, spending and cuts. You were in shortly before the end of the. Well, actually, you called me, and said to have people pray that it doesn't pass. So your prayers were answered, Steve. I, yeah,
1: they were. <laughs> you know, and and you're going to hear a lot of talk about how work didn't get done this year, mm-hmm. and uh, how the uh, legislatures couldn't make this come together, and somehow that's going to hurt us. The fact is that if this bill had passed the way that they wanted it, we would have take we would have had somewhere between five and six, maybe more billion dollars in new spending. Hmm. And a lot of that spending would never go away. It just expounds and and escalates into the future. So we would have have increased an already huge budget. They were going to offer about $3 billion in tax relief, in that bill yeah so it didn't add up that way furthermore with the talk of the recession coming now the economists are telling us we have this recession and inflation i don't think we would have realized that those tax uh, reductions in okay. the first place hmm. so uh and then there was uh the extra money that was supposed to come in on the projections and most of this is projected money
0: yeah the surplus
1: right and so uh that was, that was that's already gone with the inflation that we're seeing now. Hmm. So to increase spending uh, during these times would be very very irresponsible, yeah. Yeah. Phil.
0: Big mistake. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And of course the tax cuts did sound good. We were hoping some of that would go through. And like you said, but you couldn't get just one. You know, it was this compromise of well, we'll give you some tax cuts, but you got to agree to all the spending. And so it was just better to not do it right yeah. and and
1: everybody needs to keep in mind that this is this is a surplus bill it's right, an extra right? bill are nothing shuts down nothing ends we fully funded government last year last year, yeah. yes, so what this is 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 projections that if this, if the money continues to come in at its current rate, this money will be there for next year. so let's wait until the fall now't There's no reason mm-hmm. to do it now. there's not enough months left to even implement anything, right, and then we'll see what happens with our forecast next year We'll see where inflation is, then we can just uh, implant that money in and get the tax relief because the money's there yeah instead of saying, we think it's going to be there, let's spend it
0: before we know for sure. There was actually some things that did get accomplished in this legislative session that I'm sure some you're excited about and some not so excited, but there were some things that happened and we don't have to go through it all, but am, am I right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, we've got, we took care of the unemployment. You know, it's kind of a long story. I don't know if people want to go into it too much, yeah, but, probably not, but, but, but But you know, that, that uh, money that everybody got extra unemployment mm-hmm. cost the state uh, nearly three billion dollars hmm. and uh a lot of that was borrowed well it was all borrowed it, it had drained down the unemployment fund plus we borrowed a billion from the federal government it was costing us fifty thousand dollars a day in interest It wow. had to be
0: taken care of wow yeah so yeah they didn't i'm sure our listeners didn't know all of that stuff yeah. so oh boy so thankfully that got handled this frontline worker thing the applications for that money has just begun now this week and i'm sure most people who would be eligible for that have been notified it's an application process 500 million was approved for that program right correct yep and so soon checks will be going out uh, for frontline workers the problem is it got so wide open I mean I got a letter that uh, we could apply as you know radio station staff because we worked through the pandemic I mean it just got a little, like typically happens with government, it it just gets carried away. Right. And and I and I find
1: that all the time you'll have uh, you know between the House and the Senate, I'm laughing because it seems funny, but it's actually ironic and it's not funny that the House can have a bill that starts out at 100 million, the Senate can have a bill that starts out at 120 million. They'll go to negotiate and come out with 200 million. Yeah, you know so. (laughs) uh, But the 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 issue with the frontline worker pay is yeah they did expand it. Uh, it was should have been for our nurses and nursing homes and yeah. you know and and Law our police officers yeah. and stuff like that and that 's what it was supposed to be for and the original amount that was agreed upon was two hundred and seventy million yeah and uh the Democrats were holding things up because they wanted a billion for that and and we just said, no we can 't do a billion it 's irresponsible to do a billion and and you're getting away from the people that worked yeah and uh because we absolutely had to do the frontline or the unemployment insurance um, or refund mm-hmm. then we did negotiate that uh, and then we ended up at 500 million yeah but you know I, I do encourage people if you if you think that you uh, deserve that apply for it you don't have many yeah. days so you need to look it up and you yeah. need to get your applications
0: in yeah frontline worker application I have that uh, website here if you want to contact me at QFM I can get it to you if you need it. So anyway, that's going on. and But you don't think there will be a special legislative session at this point? I know uh, the governor still wants it. But.
1: Yeah, the governor wants it. I think the House majority Democrats want it. Uh, the Senate is holding strong. For me, I just don't think it it's going to pay at this yeah. point. There's so few months left. By the time anything gets enacted, we're going to be right at the end of the year anyway. And I think that it can only do harm because we don't know what to expect yeah. come next year.
0: Yeah, okay. I know one of the... Areas that seemed like they were in dire need was our nursing homes, and there's a lot of them in in your district and in the area. Have you tracked with that? I mean, are they really in trouble as far as financing and and employees and things? The nursing
1: homes are in uh, a lot of trouble, Phil. Mm. We the you know we've got nursing homes. Actually, believe it or not, they're not taking patients because they can't uh, they can't fit any more in. But it's not because of, there's a lack of beds. They have the beds. They don't have the workers. The Workers. And so, you know, there's a bigger problem than just throwing more money out there. We've tried that in the past. We've tried loan forgiveness. Yeah. I honestly don't know what the answer is right now, but we just got to motivate people to get out and work, uh, you know, and, and the, the COVID stuff didn't help. The governor shutdown didn't help. Uh, and the masks certainly hurt. Yeah. And, uh, and then with the, you know, the mandate of the vaccine, so-called vaccine that, no, that a lot of people didn't want. So we depleted more of our workforce there. Yeah. And so we have an issue to deal with. It's not going to be an easy issue. Uh, but like I say, I don't know if just more money is the answer. We need to mm. dig down in and find the real solution to
0: that problem. Do you know if somebody wanted to work at a nursing home right now, would they still be forced to, to be vaccinated to work there? Uh,
1: the To the best of my knowledge, that's all uh, up to the nursing home itself. Okay. So, for instance... Uh, I I better not even yeah. mention any names, yeah. just, uh, no, but, right. but say there's a, a medical facility, they can uh, they can mandate it themselves, but it won't be coming from the state or the government okay. at
0: okay. this point. All right, Steve. Well, it's always great to have you in, and uh, we just wish you the best as you kick off campaign season, you know. And uh, like you had said before we started to record, the left will probably use uh, the fact that, oh, those Republicans, they never let us get anything done. You know, you might hear that during the campaign but just keep in mind in this instance that was a good thing you know for some of these things to just uh not get done well
1: i just call it it's the do no harm congress yeah yeah do no (laughs) harm right
0: yeah that's good all right well uh you you're gonna put on some gas uh burn some gas you okay with that well i'm not okay with it but i have no choice (laughs) you gotta get out and see people and yeah all that kind of stuff. All right. Good to see you, Steve. You too, Phil. Thanks. All right. This is Your Life, God's Truth, your QFM.